Welcome to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church Podcast, where we bring you weekly sermons that uplift your soul, strengthen your spirit, and praise the Lord. Whatever your reason for listening, we're grateful for you spending your time with us. May God open your heart to love and your ears to hear. And now hear this reading from the Gospel of John. Listen for the word of God. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciple set out and went towards the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings lying there and the cloth that had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the other linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who reached the tomb first also went in and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture, that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to their homes. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white, sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? For whom are you looking? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him, Rabunai, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me, because I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he said these things to her. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, for you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, happy Easter, friends. This is not where I wanted to be greeting you from this joyous day. It's not how I wanted to be greeting you, alone in my office, looking at a screen instead of your beautiful faces and your Easter finest. It's not how any of us imagined the world just a short month ago. I've been excited to share our first Easter together to see the beautiful sanctuary filled with Easter lilies, 
to hunt eggs on the front lawn with the children to take our picture in front of the Easter cross adorned with flowers, to shout with all of you so that the heavens could hear, Alleluia. Today doesn't feel like Easter. We're weary, overwhelmed, socially distant, grieving and afraid. It can feel more as if we are living in the dark than in the light of Easter glory. I know that some pastors and churches have been considering not celebrating Easter today since we can't be with our congregations. They're waiting to hold Easter Sunday until the first Sunday that we can congregate back together. Now, hear this, our first Sunday together in the sanctuary will be glorious. It will be a Resurrection Sunday. But even though this year does not feel like Easter usually feels, it's not up to us as humans to cancel Easter. We may feel weary, isolated, overwhelmed, like we are sitting in the dark, as if we are living in a Good Friday world. We encounter today our Easter story from the Gospel of John. And here's how it begins. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb. Friends, Easter begins in the dark. Mary Magdalene was in mourning. Her country, her world was filled with death and violence, poverty and oppression, fear and uncertainty. This is the setting of the first Easter. Easter begins in the dark. Much is different between our world and Mary Magdalene's. But the truth is God showed up in a surprising and miraculous way in the dark to a weary world that was filled with mourning. There were no lilies, no organ fanfares, nobody in their fanciest dresses or new ties. Just a few exhausted souls wearing their mourning clothes in deep despair. Easter begins in the dark. Mary Magdalene comes to the tomb of Jesus to pay homage. And shockingly, she finds that the stone has been rolled away. The tomb is empty. She's in great distress, assuming that his body has been stolen. So she finds Peter and the beloved disciple, tells them the horrifying news. They run away. Mary, though, stays put, stays weeping, mourning, determined to find the body of Jesus and bring it back to its rightful resting place. We know, of course, the rest of this story. We, as hearers, are in on the surprise. Poor, foolish Mary, we think. You better buckle your seatbelt, for you have no idea the ride that you are about to be on. Foolish Peter and his friend, believing that Jesus' death is actually the end, that somebody stole his body, that mortality is the only possible answer God has. They have no idea what's happening. 
We know the story, but we still find ourselves paying rapt attention to this scene year after year, time after time. Mary, beneath her tears, asks two angels if they know the whereabouts of the body that was in this tomb. They say, why are you weeping? As if crying is out of the ordinary at a graveside. Then she turns around and sees a man she supposes to be the gardener. Again, she's asked, woman, why are you weeping? Mary begs, pleads, even accuses this man, saying desperately, Sir, if you have carried the body of Jesus away, tell me where you have laid him and I will take him. Just give me my Jesus back. She needs her Savior. She looks up through her tear-soaked eyes, with a worn-out body and soul. The man looks her straight into the eyes and says, Mary, Mary, my beloved child. And that instant, in the saying of her name, she knows him. And she says his, she says, Rabbi, teacher, Jesus. Her tears of mourning turn to tears of joy. Light breaks forth on this dark day, and she believes. Jesus says her name, and she knows he is risen, is alive, and so is she. Free from tears and pain and mourning, surprised by that amazing news that death is not the end. She reaches out to hold him, and he says, do not cling to me. I'm only here for a little while. Remember what I taught you? Go, go and tell others the good news. Shout from the rooftops, I have seen the Lord. Mary did, she went, she told of the good news of resurrection. And because of her witness, we celebrate Easter Sunday 2000 years later. Even and especially, in a world mired with mourning and darkness. We don't, we can't cancel Easter. For Easter begins in the dark. God is with us in the midst of the deepest darkness we could ever know. This is what the cross teaches us. God suffers with us. But what Easter reminds us is that God does not leave us in the dark. How would we live our lives differently if we really believed in that light of resurrection? Really stopped and listened to the voice breaking in saying, remember, remember what I told you. Remember the good news of the gospel. Remember that because of Easter Sunday, life always wins. Maybe, just maybe, along with Mary Magdalene, we go and we tell the surprising, shocking good news of Jesus Christ in 2020 to a world that so desperately needs it. News that he came to preach good news to the poor, proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. That he came to seek the least and the lost, blessing the peacemakers, the meek, the persecuted. 
that he came to break bread with all of us. Sinners, tax collectors, prostitutes saying, this is my body broken for you. Because there is one loaf, there is one body. When you feed those who are hungry, you feed me. We remember that because he lives, we all do and will in eternity, that this life is not the end. We remember. And as we do, that hold that Friday has over us begins to break, and we start to live our lives as Sunday people. We say every day, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. We remember his words, not as a eulogy to memorialize the dead, but as a testimony to what the living Christ is doing here and now among us. For in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. Easter begins in the dark, but the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness does not overcome it. Thanks be to God. Alleluia. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church podcast. We hope that you have found our podcast helpful and hope to be in ministry not only to you, but with you. For more information about Sandy Springs United Methodist Church, please visit www.ssumc.org. Until next time, may God bless you.